Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's go. 
Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Getting It Out Podcast. That was Nervosa with Endless Ambition. That's a brand new track from, let's say, the Brazilian-based thrash metal band, Death Thrash, I believe they call it. They advertise this, not me, that it's all females in the band. And uh, they've recently gone through a lineup change where uh, Prika Amaral has moved over to lead vocals as well as guitars. Uh, there's been quite a few, quite a bit of turnover in the band over the last few years, but this lineup is set for now and Endless Ambition is the latest track. I believe it's just a single. I don't think it's coming off an album. Maybe it will in the future, but uh, they pretty pretty recently released a full length, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little bit until the next one. Perpetual Chaos was the last record, if you missed that, by the way. A pretty active band and very good. So if you're not familiar with them until now, I'm happy to introduce you to them and make sure you go back and check out the past records, all worthy of your time. And I'm sure whatever's coming next will be as well uh, as evidenced by Endless Ambition. What's happening on this episode of the podcast? I've got a brief interview with AJ Ross, the third of Texas's Creeping Death. This is the third appearance for Creeping Death on Getting It Out podcast, and we're getting efficient. But first, it's time for Hot Sun. Chicky! Make family out of friends! Make friends out of enemies! Peace to my family! Make friends till they bury all the places we've been! We're never sitting it out! We be getting it in! Where you getting it out? I said all the places we've been! We're never sitting it out! We'll be getting it in! Where you getting it out? coming off an extremely busy weekend having a hard time recovering that's what happens when you go stay in a hotel for a cheerleading competition national champs don't mean to brag but uh now the father of a national champion so you know that's just the way it is it's just facts all right just facts on this podcast also facts if you thought people don't smoke cigarettes anymore then You've never been to A, either Italy or a cheerleading competition. Cheer moms smoke hard. They are they're chucking, chasing down uh, those Diet Cokes with with Palmalls or whatever they held. Misty's. I don't know. But it's a lot of cigarette smoking. Doesn't matter, by the way. I've learned this over my first season in cheerleading. Doesn't matter if it's a church, a school. No, they do not care. They're lighting those butts up wherever they're at. And it's pretty uh, impressive. The dedication as a past, as a former smoker myself, it, the gall is, is quite incredible. When I was a smoker, I was like a little bit ashamed, especially towards the end, you know? So like, I, w- I don't think I would have stood on school property, like at the front door and lit a cigarette and just been like, yeah, I needed to get it. You know, I, w- I probably would have like sheepishly walked to my car, made some excuse like there was some sort of uh, small time emergency. I need to take a call out here. And then I go like sit on a bench in shame and smoke a cigarette. Not these people. They will hang from the flagpole and smoke their cigarettes. And I don't even got a problem with people smoking cigarettes. Go ahead, light them up. Do your thing. Uh, but it's just weird to just go at it on church property. 
I don't know. I don't know where church. I don't know where God's stance is on nicotine and cigarettes. So you got to be clear. I don't know. Maybe if it was a pipe. I remember when I was a kid, I used to go to the Masonic Temple, and there was a guy in there who'd always smoke a pipe. You'd be like, "Damn, what were you doing in Masonic Temple?" Like, don't worry about it, man. Cult stuff. Stay out of my business. All right. But there was always a guy with a pipe, and it smelled pretty good. Uh, th- that seems appropriate for Jesus stuff. He could take that pipe into into the church. Maybe a, I don't think a cigar would go well. But I don't know. I'm not sure where Jesus stands on nicotine consumption and the ways to do it. Probably, it's probably bad. You know, everything fun's bad. But uh, whatever. I'll, I'll consult my local Bible. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that part of that trip included um, Hershey Park, which if you're not local or unfamiliar, it's a theme park from Hershey's Chocolate, which is right, like right here. Basically, we live like 40 minutes from it in central Pennsylvania. And uh it's a place I've been before, mostly for concerts, um, but been to the park once or twice in the past. I'm not a, I'm not a theme park guy at all. Like, I don't like them at all. I was uh, I, I apprehensively got on something of a roller coaster for the first time here. It's definitely the biggest roller coaster I rode. And it was pretty terrifying, but it helped that my daughter was way more terrified than I was. So that was like distracting me from my fear. Um, and my wife and stepdaughter loved it. They have no problems. They go on these things. I do not understand how people who ride roller coasters ride these things. Genuinely, I think it's so impressive that people will, are willing to get on these things. I, I, I am literally speechless when I, when I try to talk about, I don't know how anybody could comfortably get on these, especially the really big ones and go that, that high and that fast and whip around like that. I do. It seems so scary to me. Like, and I am obviously not trying to be cool here at all. It is terrifying to think of doing what people do in roller coasters. And I realize, like, and the funny thing is realizing that I am the minority here. Like all these people here are in waiting in line for two hours for the opportunity to go on these things. And like that, that wait time is not a deterrent to anybody. It's like, yeah, I will wait here for two hours for 30 seconds of thrill. And I guess I'm just not that person. I mean, I'm clearly not that person. And I don't know what, I don't know, like, I don't know, is it being brave? I guess it's being brave in a way. I like to think of myself as not a coward, but maybe I'm not brave. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, put me in a situation where there, there's a, a threat of violence that doesn't really concern me at all. But tell me I got to go high and far and fast. I'm not doing it, man. I want to go uh, about 80 miles max safely in a car. And, uh, We'll take our time. We'll, we'll listen to the radio, the digital music platform of your choice and relax and have a good time. But I'm not going uh, topless on a on a fucking rinky. D- I don't want every everything looks so, so scary to me. And <laughs> I realize I'm just repeating myself, but I'm just trying to be clear at how terrifying it is to me. And I tell my wife all the time because she loves them that I wish I could enjoy them too. I wish I could get past it and do it. I just don't think I can do it. And I understand that makes me a giant pussy. I do. Seeing, you see kids doing it. Kids, like little kids willing to do this and me being like, there's no way in hell. I'd rather die. That's pretty sad. Pretty sad on my part, but 
Maybe somebody out there agrees with me. Maybe not. You can ridicule me if you'd like, uh, but it's not going to work. I do not feel, <laughs> I do not feel ashamed. I don't know. I'm all over the place. I'm, I keep contradicting myself. Anyway, roller coasters. I can't believe they're a real thing and people like them. Good for all of you who do. I'm glad you do. It's so crazy to me. Anyway, moving on. This episode, as I mentioned before, features an interview with AJ Ross III of Creeping Death. He's their guitarist, the second guitarist in the band. He joined 2019 to play alongside Trey Pemberton, who's been on the podcast twice in the past. So there is plenty of familiarity between Getting It Out podcast and Creeping Death, so much so that we got into it so quick and I might have forgot to hit the record button at the beginning. So... You've got a more brief than usual interview with AJ of Creeping Death, but we still got it all in there. It was a lunchtime interview anyway, so it was going to be relatively short, but this one is just over 15 minutes. My conversation with AJ of Creeping Death, mostly about their new album, Boundless Domain, coming from Monarch Heavy very soon. And first, we should play a song for that. There's only one single out for this record so far and it's intestinal rap featuring george corpse grinder fisher and here it is
out on tour right now with Carcass. You're in New York. How's how's tour been going? It's been going awesome. You know, as soon as we saw that, um, you know, Carcass wanted to take us back out again. We were so stoked. We had a great time on the first tour with them. And this tour has just been, you know, just a dream. Everybody's very kind, you know, no egos, uh, egos, every band rips. Yeah. So um, it's just kind of like going to work with your friends, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's very, it's a very cool. It's a stacked lineup too. Uh, I think it's off the top of my head, Municipal Waste and Sacred Reich as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You guys managed to seem to manage to get on all the best tours. <laughs> like, and it, like, it's, it's genuinely, it doesn't surprise me. Like you don't deserve it. it surprises me that you managed to get them so consistently. I was like, Holy yeah. shit. You guys are on another, another banger. It's, uh, it surprises us too. Honestly, sometimes we see the offers and we're like, Whoa. Like, especially, you know, as a fan of music myself, I'm like, well, this is sick because I want to see that band for a month straight. Right, right. Which I yeah. guess would, would get me to one of my questions. Who, who haven't you toured with yet that you'd like to check off that list? Um, definitely Obituary and definitely Dying Fetus. Yeah. Uh, I love Dying Fetus. It's one of my favorite bands. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. That's, you know, as someone who spent a lot of time in Baltimore, I've got a lot of dying fetus appreciation myself. So oh, yeah. of course, of course, obituary, yeah. uh, but that's, that's very cool. Um, so you guys are out on tour and I guess, I don't know how long this goes, but it does it go until the release of boundless domain, the new record. Uh, not this one. Uh, this is through the 30th pretty much. So, um, yeah, we go through the 30th and then, uh, yeah, taking a, taking a break after that, but so yeah, we're only a week into it. Got a good chunk left, about like yeah. three weeks left. Yeah, I guess the record doesn't come out till June 16th, so that had to be a pretty long fucking <laughs> North American tour to to make it last. Yeah. You know, another couple months. Yeah, that'd be a run. To <laughs> <laughs> be doing laps around the country, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So t- uh, tell me, tell me about uh, a little bit about Boundless Domain because I mean I'm pretty familiar with the whole catalog. And now I guess this is officially the second LP, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so which I know this is kind of a dumb generic question, but it's usually relevant. But like, what's the difference between this material and the previous stuff you guys released? I got you. That's not a dumb question. No, we, uh, <laughs> um, we kind of say, uh, we kind of took the parts from edge, you know, each release we do, we kind of just work on, you know, being better. We want to make the faster parts faster. We want to make mm-hmm. slams slammier, you know, we <laughs> right. just want to make whatever we're doing better. Um, and I think on a boundless, you know, we were really playing on our a game because we were writing for so long and meeting up with each other so much that we got mm-hmm. really tight and really got to iron out these songs and, uh, having more time in the studio than we've had before was also great because we could really sit down and focus and, uh, you know, hear the songs as we're recording it, which, you know, everybody's like, yeah, obviously you're hearing it, but sometimes, you know, when you're in the rush of recording, you're not sitting down and really paying attention to what's going on. So we had more time to do it. And I think, uh, because of that, you know, it's just a better product. It's, uh, you know, better guitar playing, and just, uh, you know, everybody leveled up, especially Lincoln. You know, he's uh, the drums on this album are some of his best work. He's just yeah. went off. I think that's I think that's a good point about uh, 
being able to listen to something while you record it. Cause like, as I, I've recorded stuff in the past too. And I mean, I was on a different level, right. A lot, much lower level, but that'd be like weekend shit. Like yeah. we're going in there on the weekend and we're done in the weekend. Exactly. Like <laughs> there's no, there's no real time to actually process it. It's just go, go, you go. Better get it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why were you able to take more time with this record? Um, I think we uh we just made it a point that we wanted mm-hmm. more time and also just uh, getting the LP out. We just knew we needed, you know, three weeks to actually sit down and record because of, uh, you know, the challenge of just being able to track everything and then just make sure it, um, it was all polished. Since we recorded in um, California, so we wanted to make t- sure we had enough time. So we, uh, you know, so once we, we were gone, we're gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? Good point. Yeah. You recorded this with Adam D from Killswitch, right? Yeah. That's very cool. Um, is so cool. <laughs> is that the first record you've done with him? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, he's the man. He uh, he is definitely to credit for, um, you know, I don't want to say better guitar, but yeah, just better guitar. Like Trey and I stepped up as players just because having, um, you know, a successful guitarist as your producer is really nice, you know, to get tips and tricks and, you know, he knew how to do everything. Perfect. You know, he knew what we wanted and he knew how to get it there. And, uh, the thing I mainly appreciated about him was, you know, he, uh, kind of busted our balls a little bit, yeah. you know, like with the recording. And, and I kind of like that, you know, he cares about the end product and he wouldn't, you know, sit there and hear something that was a bad take and pretend like it was okay. You know? Right. Right. Yeah, there's 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 a big difference between recording with somebody that, you know, knows what they're doing aside besides some like just local guy that owns the studio. You know, that's that's just an engineer who's there to collect the check. Um, But especially for your for your point with with a guitar player, an accomplished guitar player in the relative world of the realm of heavy music, at least. Yeah, I'm sure it's much easier to take to take uh, direction from him. Oh, yeah. I listen I listened to just everything he said because, you know, I could learn a lot from him because he's yeah. just a walking encyclopedia of guitar knowledge. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, I, I had, I was listening to, well, I listened to the whole album, but I was listening to intestinal rep. I, yeah. I always feel like I'm saying that wrong. I always want to say warp instead of rep, but I was listening <laughs> to that the other day and uh, I, you know, was just taking notice to all the dive bombs on it. Yeah. It made me think of like, Maybe th- not necessarily that it sounds like it, but it made me think, think of like dime bombs, dive bombs and like integrity, which just made me think th- that I wanted to ask you, what band do you? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To think of when you think of dive, dive bombs in metal music. Metal? Uh, just Slayer. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just started, started it. You know, that's what... Uh, <laughs> Slayer's the band that got me into like extreme metal, you know, back in high school. And I remember the, I used to think uh, when Slayer would come out and they just dump the bars and get the (laughs) feedback, you know, before their show. And it just sounds like fucking demons screeching. (laughs) (laughs) It's my my favorite part. Yeah. The Slayer is always a good answer. You know, who the fuck's going to argue that? Well, that that song also includes uh, guest vocals from Corpse Grinder. Yeah. It's got to be a pretty cool thing to land for you guys, right? Oh, yeah. How was that worked out? Um, Through the label, basically. uh, uh, We reached out and, you know, they were like, you want to get Corpse Grinder on a song? We were like, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) of course (laughs) is his stuff on monarch as well uh i know he did that i know uh, only reason i'm asking because i know he did that solo album and i don't know where that sits i don't know who has that not that it matters it's just yeah yeah. i actually do not know and if he is i'd say apologies to monarch (laughs) for not knowing (laughs) that's that's right they got a lot of stuff on their label that's one thing i feel like it's always come up well back when they you guys started when they were still e1 yeah. Them, right. So even I, I used to always bring it up, not so much anymore since they added this heavy thing, Monarch Heavy. But the amount of artists on that label is pretty incredible and how big it actually really is. And I really yeah. appreciate that they still have extreme music on there when they certainly don't have to. Yeah. They are a big, big label when you're right. It is is wild to still have heavy music, but I'm very happy that they do. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm sure. I'm sure it's been entirely beneficial for you guys. Yeah. Um, so Balanced Domain, maybe officially the fourth release, two EPs, two albums. There's a demo in there. I'm sure there's some other stuff I'm missing, but um what do you think or not what do you what are you most excited about for the for the release of this record? Uh I'm really just excited to play some of these songs live. Mm-hmm. Uh that's always my favorite part about, uh, you know, being in a band is you just spend all that time writing the song. And then the final step of it is just, you know, seeing people's reaction to it. And yeah. it's also fun just learning the new ones and um, just getting them down. Cause it's, we don't get to the, po- or um, how do I say this? You know, sometimes we just play the same songs for a while. So the mm-hmm. set becomes not stagnant or um, boring. It's just, um, you know, kind of like routine routine. yeah yeah and then now it's you know i like having the challenge of new songs and you know new backup vocal parts i have to scream and then learning new solos it's just uh, i like the challenge and keeping my brain you know moving on tour yeah yeah i imagine well it's been i guess two years ish since uh, edge of existence i think uh so have you started working in any of these songs yet uh we worked in intestinal Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've played one other one at a, uh, at our record or not, our, sorry, not the record release. Our, we had a music video, music, music video shoot, but, gotcha. uh, yeah. but yeah, besides that, not really. <laughs> and will, will you wait then until the record's out to start putting them in the set? Uh, Probably we're we're still doing intestinal right now on this tour, mm-hmm. and then uh, when the album's out, we're just gonna add a lot more. Right, 
Well, I imagine, and I'm just totally making this up in my head, it's a total assumption, but I assume you're uh, playing earlier in the lineup. So you have a smaller window for you know, a shorter t- set mm-hmm. time. So you can only work in so much stuff. Uh, so it wouldn't make sense necessarily to start adding them now. But yeah. uh, the, how does, how do you guys go over? How do you feel creeping death goes over with like fans of carcass? I know it should seem pretty mm-hmm. seamless, but you know, you have like a legacy act where a lot of times, People who are going to see carcass don't really want to see anything else. They yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, so no, how does how do you feel you get you get response from the crowd? I th- I feel like we get a pretty good uh, crowd response. Um, you know, I haven't seen too many uh you know people arm crossed in the back <laughs> staring at me on this tour. Uh, like like you said, definitely some people are just there for carcass. You yeah. know, um, but I also think that uh people are just coming out and still are open minded and. You know, it's it's a you know sacred rise in municipal ways too. So it's a fun show. So I think people are just going out and uh, they want to have fun. So yeah. they see us and we hit a riff that they like. You know, they're like, "Oh, I don't care. It's the opening band. I might mosh a little bit or you know bang my head," which makes me really happy. We like you said, we have been playing earlier in this tour, but there hasn't been a day that like we've heard because of it that I've walked out and been like, "Oh, I wish there was more time for people to get here." You know, right, right. each day we've walked out and it's been good and that you know makes me really happy yeah no it's that's very cool um and it's 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 also cool that you guys are i mean of course you're willing to play with carcass but that you're willing to do because because uh, you've you're i would consider you successful at this point for a band playing your type of music but it's cool that you're able to play or not having too much of an ego to play as the opening act for a tour mm-hmm. like this um but tell me about what you consider or if you consider this successful, like what is your expectation for creeping death and have you guys already met it maybe even? Uh, uh, yeah, honestly, um, you know, I joined the band in 2019 and mm-hmm. I, I joined as just a fill in and uh, I joined because I literally just love playing guitar and they hit me up at the perfect moment where um, I just had left this job and just got out of this relationship. So I was kind of looking for something new and uh, filling in just turned into, you know, doing every tour and then let's keep getting AJ. And then I became, you know, a member of the band and helped start and write with them. So in a way, you know, um, I think my version of success is happening. You know, I, uh, people are coming out to the shows and I'm getting to tour, you know, I really am just a simple dude. I just want to play guitar and travel. So, you know, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, so you're successful then that's yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good though. That's great. Uh, and it's, I mean, it seems like, I, I don't know, like, it seems like yeah, you would have to, it would have to be measured as a successful endeavor on this, at this point anyway, no matter how long you've been in the band, just cause mm-hmm. it's creeping death is a band that people know now. It's not like, I don't yeah. think anybody, I think there's very few people that are probably showing up to your show surprised by what you're, by what they find. With yeah. You. But I could be wrong. I don't know. It, ha- it happens. Not as much. Reese likes to, we like to joke on stage. Reese will ask the crowd, you know, how many of you haven't heard of creeping death before? And then, yeah. you know, make some, make some snarky comments like Reese likes to do. <laughs> that's good. You need that. That's the, that's the charisma. That's what we call it. Exactly. <laughs> so uh boundless domain, it comes out June 16th on Monarch heavy. Yes. Um, is there a theme or concept to this record at all? 
different ways the world could end. It's all, oh, uh, uh-huh. it's all basically, uh, yeah, different ways the world could end tragedy or basically, uh, a reflection on humanity, basically saying, you know, like, you know, everybody's been looking at the world the last few years. We're all just like, you know, we have fixed this or, you know, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we're heading towards fucked. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> The uh, one one last thing, and then that's it. I've been really drawn to the song "Remnants of the Old Gods." I think it's the intro, the slow intro, the I don't yeah. know the riff that gets played in there. So, um, just curious for you, do you have a favorite song on the record at this point? I'd have to. It's a tie between um, tie between the song "Boundless Domain" and then probably. Um, Probably the common breed, yeah, be my my favorite. Both both just because they're very fun to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine that's got to be the main the main draw for you. So I don't blame you. I don't blame you for that. But that's great. All right. Well, so you're you're out on tour now with Carcass, Sacred Reich, Municipal Waste. Album comes out June sixteenth. Is there anything that you can announce that is happening the rest of the year for Creeping Death? Um. <laughs> Or is everything still secret? Uh, I know how those work. So yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so yet. But yeah. but soon. But yeah, the album coming out. That's the that's the big one right now. <laughs> that's the big and most important one. So yeah. we'll stick with that. Hey, it's a great record. I've enjoyed it. I've been listening to it now for a little while, and uh, it's very good. Uh, you come to expect a certain quality from you guys, and you're uh, over delivering. I'd say at this point. So, thank you. Job well done on your part. And your other two bands are great too, by the way. I've looked into them, and uh, Combat and Torture Tomb are awesome as well. So, thank you so much. Uh,
So there you have it. That was my conversation with AJ of Creeping Death, mostly talking about Boundless Domain, the new record coming on Monarch Heavy. But the song you just heard wasn't off that record. See, the reason is they only have one single out there yet, and I can't premiere anything without any permission. So I played you Relics of the Past from Edge of Existence, their last EP. And I figured the song title is fitting because it's from the past. Get it? You got it. Good job. We're all on the same page. I want to thank AJ for his time to talk to me about Creeping Death. Once again, a band I enjoy greatly and I feel I I genuinely have had the privilege to talk to these guys a few times on here. And next album, ready to do it again. Maybe next week we'll just do it again. Doing a lot of death metal this coming uh, run of episodes for Getting It Out podcast. Not entirely, but a few cool death metal bands that I'm sure you're familiar with. Next up, though, I think is going to be Incendiary. Keep an eye out for that. Then Cattle Decapitation, then Rotten Sound. Then who knows what happens after that? I'll decide. I need to get a label in here by the end of the month, by the end of April. But I feel like I'm slowing down. I'm trying to be a little uh, more healthy and conscious of my time this week. I'm calling this week. uh, What do I call it? What, What can I call it? No Fun Five. Is five days of not having any fun. I'm trying not to eat any anything dairy, which there's nothing fun about that. But I'm trying not to have any dairy. I just want to see what that does. Um, no alcohol, as little sugar as possible. Like nothing with any added sugar. I think I had a headache all day yesterday because I didn't have any sugar. I, I kept my calories down for the day to 1,300. I think it was. I only did a light workout because I had something I had to do in the evening. Did one this morning uh, as well. You know, all right. So I'm living like a monk here, basically. Somebody should give me an award because I did this for one whole day and so far this morning. And uh, it's going to go until Friday. And then I'm glug, glug, glug back on the bottle and time to have fun over the weekend. And then we'll see what happens. All right. I just know I'm going to be tired of eating fruit by Friday because it's Tuesday morning and I'm feeling that way already. Also, it's 420 this week, which is just funny. I love when it's 420. I don't even smoke weed. Uh, I haven't for years and years and years. Never was a never was very much into it at all either. It was just a very casual here and there person. But I think 420 is the funniest uh, quote unquote holiday. And I love to see the way people act, especially when they are more than 18, 17 years old. It's pretty funny. So hopefully you're celebrating 420 in whichever way, whichever capacity that is best for you. I'm looking forward to your celebration of 420. That's all. Obviously, you can tell by my excitement right here on Getting It Out podcast. Again, thanks to AJ for taking time to talk to me about Creeping Death and the new record Boundless Domain coming soon on Monarch Heavy. I suppose we should end it. Get it? End it. That's a band that's been on the podcast several times in the past before, just like Creeping Death. No need for these transitions. We're ending this thing. I'm going to end it with a song from Infecting the Swarm. They just put out a brand new album on April 14th, not more than a few days ago. They are from Germany. The record is called Pulsing Coalescence, and it's out on Lacerated Enemy Records, available everywhere right now. What does it sound like? It sounds like this.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.